Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger, better collection, and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans? Back again, once again. Worlds Collide. <laughs> that was you like the that most, pause? That was the most like, like uh, monotone. Not even monotone. What's the word I'm looking for? It was so, the well, most. You know, you <laughs> made a, back. <laughs> you made a comment about how I looked like I was in a radio studio. So I immediately went out and put my application in for NPR. And I'm trying to trying to work on that voice of just very monotone, very trying, monotone. To, trying to put old people to sleep. Come on, be honest now. When you get sick and your voice starts getting kind of crazy like that, you throw your radio voice in the shower, don't you? No, no. <laughs> so it's just me. <laughs> no, if, if, uh, if I got started getting sick and my voice starts going, I'm going to immediately want to do a podcast so I can sound like I'm hitting puberty. That'll be oh, fun. that's good. Oh. all right welcome to worlds collide (laughs) oh man then i'd sound i'd I'd be a little bit more in the don west category than if i start doing that that's That's a good idea i should do that i'm gonna get sick more often no yeah speaking of getting sick maybe we're sick about talking about this but you actually brought this up and i was immediately like let's do this what's going to be the first indie card to hit one thousand dollars now, we're going to talk a little bit about indie cards before we jump into some sales that I've pulled up of uh, uh, five recent sales that have to do indie cards. Let's just discuss the general topic, though, because you've seen it. I've seen it. Anybody within the wrestling card hobby has seen it. This explosion recently of not just, you know, for a while it was, hey, it's the all-in set. No, nope, not anymore. We've got cards outselling that now. We've got people talking about it, but yet the dollar amount hasn't hit where some of the tops stuff has hit. So mm-hmm. um, first impression, what are you thinking of this sudden explosion of indie cards? This is, uh, this is a Chuckster's dream conversation right here, man. <laughs> um, me, I follow the market just like anything else, really. Um, and seeing these prices go up and, and it's no surprise to me, actually. It really isn't. Um, indie cards are nothing new. To the hobby. I mean, I've got some. Uh, was it the uh, Unbeatables or like that or whatever? It's from like the '90s. Yes. Um, there's there's various you know little indie type cards like that uh, that have been put out over the years. Uh, some came from Germany back in the '90s. Um, just a lot of those, but not until the more modern stuff has really become. You know, now we have AEW, so people are looking like AEW's roster is made up of a majority of people who you know really thrived in the indie circuit kind of thing. Um, and then you know obviously in the last few years you know you had nxt uh, gobbling up all these indie guys as well so um it's it's a cool market like it's a much more affordable market than it would be as a master set collector (laughs) really is uh but prices are going up there's a lot of speculating going on like who's gonna be the next big star who's gonna be the next potential stone cold a potential rock potential what you know hogan whatever um so I, I think where people are, are speculating a lot on these independent cards and they're just going crazy. Yeah. Um, speculation and fandom. That's which 
Um, I mean, come on, that's that's I think that's kind of what's driven every trading card space, like forever sure. speculation and fandom. Um, for me personally, I've got some of the all-in sets, I've got the NWA set, but you know, we're player collectors. We're, we're, there's two things I want to do in the hobby. I want to player collect. I want to own a cool card here and there. I want to make some money. So yeah. I pick up the carrying cross. Sound like cross. three things, but go ahead. I can't count. <laughs> carrying cross. I, I still go after, you know, and, and now, especially, this is going to totally change for me because he's technically an independent now. So mm-hmm. we may start seeing him pop up in, I mean, if he signs with AEW, he goes to there. Um, you know, could be upper deck cards. Who knows? So I got to keep my eye out on those. I actually just recently bought his, uh, I think it was Wrestling Revolver, Tales from the Ring. Yeah, I saw that. I bought that single card out of that. But I have no interest in the whole set because like, it's just not me. Um, yeah. Some of these other full sets out there, they're cool. And like, I don't dislike the talent from a wrestling perspective, but I'm not collecting it. And honestly, from like a, uh, and I could be wrong. And, you know, from a like secondary market standpoint, I'm like, okay, I could you know, buy a blaster box of tops Chrome sealed for cheaper than I could buy an independent set, which we don't technically, we may or may not have a print run on, you, you know, it's yeah. like, the, it's like, a very the, questionable thing. I've actually had people, you know, hit me up about because the checklist sites will say, you yes. know, 150 sets printed, 300 sets printed, 250 sets printed. Uh, and that's just information that's been given to, to us from the actual people who printed the cards. Uh, I, I, I've, I'm not going to really say the person's name because I, I, even though I think he kind of makes himself known, but there's been generally one individual out there for the most part. I mean, there's a few here and there, you know, it makes it, but for all the major ones, it's been one guy who's been printing all these cards all these years, but he is employed by the companies themselves, by, you know, GCW, by PWG, by, you know, he works in conjunction with all these people and it's through his print company his print place that he works uh that these cards get made so my information comes direct from him on how much he actually printed whether he's told me something different i don't know but i trust the person i trust the guy and he you know he's been very helpful in getting these checklists put together for me as well um so i I don't know where that that lies as far as, as as print runs go but over the grand scheme of things it's a hell of a lot less than what anything else is being put out there yep and, you know, on the surface, I don't like it because, um, you know, like I bought that carry and cross card and it says there's only 25 of them. Well, I've seen a couple more pop up on eBay recently. I've never seen anybody else with them, but yet it's not foil stamped. It's not hand numbered. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I got to have it because I'm a player collector, super collector, whatever. But it's I, not know, actually, you, you just, just, let's be clear about that. It's not, it's not a actual, it's not stamped at 25 and correct. no one stated that at 25 other than what you picked up from WTC. Right. Because the math is what it broke down that way that there's four different particular chase cards of that set across the print run. It's only possible to have 25 of each. It was Correct. Just a, and a, I think that people like the, the mass, the masses. And I, I mean, come on, we're, we're a niche within a niche in sure. wrestling. But the majority of the people I see in wrestling, they like the number. They like the parallel. They like the yep. shiny. I'm not seeing those with indie cards. So I think that's that I might think change. A, it, it could, I hope it does. And the other thing that I could be wrong on, and I have no problem saying I'm wrong if I am, what, what if these cards that, you know, I'm not as big of a fan of, or I'm not buying as much as say tops or what I'll tell you, you know, the Panini and upper deck stuff, I'll be buying that. Sure. But 
what what it you know i'm sure back in the day when tops first came out with wwf cards people were saying oh those 82 all-stars they're not real yeah same thing sure we could we could see and they were just they were disrespected but when you had like the david pecks of the world the rob Ingles of the world you know out there you know waving that flag for so many years saying these are legit cards man these are historical uh, collectibles within our within our genre uh you know it took a long time for those to really catch on and become like what they are today of course right. and i think indie cards are 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 kind of going in that direction yes. now it's going to take them a lot less time to get to that you know those that you know uh, four figure number than it did you know for for obviously the 82 83 all-stars but you know it's just um and I'll tell you, I'm going to, I, I think that WTC plays a role in this. This is where I'm going to kind of toot my own freaking horn here for a second. And I really think that it actually does play a role in this because uh, for the longest time, uh, we were dormant for a long time, as everybody knows that, you know, WTC wasn't doing any updates since 2014, early 2015 through, through last year. And then when I started doing, uh, updating all the checklists this year, in May, go back to the website. Look, May had our busiest month that we actually updated. We had like 500 plus yeah. pages were done in that month. And the first things I did was get all the checklists together for all the independent stuff out there and get all the information I could on everything that was about those independent cards out there. Thank you for, for, for that from Chuckster and Paul and, and Armand, so, who are like the, 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 the backbone of WTC uh, information so like that now. Um, and I did that with the in purpose of, now grading companies can take these cards, get them slabbed now, actually authenticate them. Uh, although we're kind of having some issues a little bit here, like limitless stuff and things like that. But I think you got to be patient. That stuff's going to start, you know, be getting picked up by, you know, just because on our website doesn't necessarily mean that uh, 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 Beckett and, and PSA immediately are going to go and just right. and, and grade it right away. But it helps. And uh, having it graded now really increases that value. That's where I think it's going to end up happening now with these, these independent cards now where we're going to have a greater opportunity for these cards to actually hit that four-figure number. So before we give our predictions, if we even have predictions, um, I've got five different sales, and they're not single cards per se. Some of them are, some of them aren't. But um, I've got five different sales picked out of the, within the last month. So from like early November till now as the time of recording, Okay. And we'll start with the most expensive. So again, the idea is what's going to be the first, you know, $1,000 indie card. Uh, well, let's be lenient and say set. And well, you know, cause a lot, that's another different thing about the indies. It's like um, a lot of the people chasing these cards. They're like, like, I want the whole set. Like they, yeah. it's not something like there are people that are like, I, I want the MJF. I want the Darby Allen, but then there are sure. also people like, you know, this is one of the first times in a long time that I've seen, people within wrestling cards not named 82 83 all-stars been like i've got this whole set yeah and people are like yeah this is amazing so we'll we'll kind of uh, be lenient on that but november 28th uh 2018 aaw gem linum complete set 425 dollars it's incredible it's officially now outsell outsold the aew on an average you know on what the average goes for mm-hmm. so um do you know offhand i have not done the research on that set do you know offhand you have a wc wtc pulled up for that specific set i don't have it up right now but i can get it for you real quick (laughs) like i've seen them i've seen the cards i know that and i can't remember there's a couple of uh pretty big ones in there if i remember right again 
you guys have to forgive me. Like I'm not the uh, indie card guy, but uh, while we're pulling up the WTC, I do want to say shout out to Caleb, Caleb Atkins, uh, collecting with Caleb on Instagram and Twitter. He's been doing a lot of work uh, with a lot of these indie stuff, putting his own cards out on eBay, trying to get the market going for these. And yep. I've, I've talked to him and I think he may be trying to get a podcast put together with some other people specifically focusing on indie cards, which is amazing. So. That'd be great. Yeah. That card set 2018. It's uh, the Jim Lyman uh, Memorial Tournament set. It's got you know, card number one is Darby Allen right there. First there you off. go. Uh, you know, then you got Sammy Guevara in there, stuff like that. Uh, God, who else is in there? AR Fox, MJF. MJF, um, that's a good one. Know, uh, Brody King, um, Chris Hero, uh, Scarlet. Uh, so it's it's a it's a good talk card set, man. It's, yeah. it's a, and it's, and again, the, the print run information comes from the printer himself, like that. Why, why am I hiding it? His name is right there in the damn uh, information section. Chris Smith. Um, so uh, print run info is, you know, set to be only 150 sets. I mean, that's, that's a very, very, very low print run number when it comes to wrestling cards. I mean, wrestling cards, you think about tops, you think about, uh, now it's going to be Panini to be a bit bigger about, uh, about it, I'm sure, you know, but tops, they're not a small company. It's a big company and their print runs are considerably a lot less than what they print for baseball. Yes. So now you take an independent card set that only has 150 cards in it, and people are clamoring for these early appearances by talent that's on TV now on AEW or you know maybe NXT or somewhere in WWE. Uh, these card sets are going to be in high demand because there's not a whole lot of them. To kind of go back to my 82 All Stars argument that I was making, I I wish you know I I think I've heard David talk about this before. David and Rob both shout out. There's only about 2,000 sets. Yeah, that's still like 2,000 compared to 150. You know, yeah. that, that makes these even potentially more rare. I mean, again, there's got to be a market. We'll get into that as we go through this. But yeah, um, so that's a gym line. Okay, December 9th, we've got the all-in Britt Baker PSA 10, which, I mean, come on, a PSA 10 on those all-in cards, forget about yeah. it, $375. So which I think, think is about that? super low price. Considering the fact that she's become like the, you know, one of the four pillars now of the, of the company, um, it, it's it's a super low price. Like even at $375, that person got a, got a good deal. I yeah, really I, think so. I like Britt Baker. Um, I don't collect her. If I would have happened to have seen this and, you know, I wasn't so focused on my carrying cross stuff, I would have just been like, bye, you know? Yeah easy like even at $500 a PSA 10 on these is is ridiculous I mean yeah um I don't know if you have you opened any of the actual boxes of them no like there's some of them because you know they weren't cellophane they weren't cello wrapped so it's just like an open box and just like these ones I picked up of this uh wrestle cave weekends like that it's just they're all in there like (laughs) and they're all just like rattling and some of the bot like so again a PSA 10 just ridiculous in those um October 30th, which, which all, oh, by the way, by the way, it's a PSA 10 of an indie card set that I think up until a year and a half ago, never would have got graded. No, but it's on WTC. Now it's been on there since the beginning of this year. So I think that helps, which again, they'll grade this, but then there's other indie sets they won't grade. And like, I don't know where we're at with that. It's, it's very I, I just talked, I just talked to my friend, Mark, who works there and uh, you know, he loves what he does there. But he's like, I, I just don't agree with a lot of the policies they have here about naming conventions and this, that, and the other. And they wouldn't grade this because it was this, or they went ahead and made an exception for this car for someone else. Like, there's definitely some favoritisms going on there that you're like, 
I'm not going to get started on grading stock. I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> Let's just move along. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. All right, moving on. October 30th, uh, PWG, the 16, 17, and 18 sets, $300. For all three? So what, yeah, that's what the... That's what the yeah, another grossly underpriced for all three sets. Yep. I would imagine that for like one set. If memory serves, at least two of those uh, I were like, um, I'll say they borrowed from the Impel and Championship Marketing. Yes, uh, were... it was the first, the first series. Was that six? Was it before sixteen then? Uh, Two thousand sixteen. Sixteen that, yeah. was the first. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was a PWG Battle of LA uh, trading card set that came out. So, so it, it mimics the uh, yeah that set. Hundred bucks a piece, essentially. That's yeah, that's which good. is cheap. Yeah, it's cheap. It's um, not chump change. I mean, hundred bucks is pretty good for an indie card set. I mean, whoever sold these, I guarantee you, they didn't pay a hundred or you know. Half well, that first set, too, that, I, mean, I mean, you're pretty much, I mean, all three of those sets are great sets, but that 2016 set, you know, you have, you have Cody Rhodes in that set, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, Tommy N, Tom, which the, is, you know, that's the, yeah, that's the card, that's the card to have in that set. Adam I mean, Cole. Even, Adam Cole's now, Ricochet's in that one, uh, Phoenix, uh, Pentagon Jr.'s in that one. I mean, there's just some good, there's some great names in that set. And um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's limited i mean it's also limited i mean and the fact they gave it away it was originally given away you had to be at the event to to get those cards they were given away and then high spots got yes got some i was able to sell them so my like again i'm only going by the information it's like that i love to have him on as a guest one day and I've, i've talked to chris several times about being a guest he's just not comfortable being on at this point and um and i i get it um he's just uh but he says like this is what they made. But if, if high spots got a hold of them and started selling them too, it's like how many were left over that didn't get handed out at the show? Well, you want to bring that up? How about all of a sudden all of these high spots autographed copies that they're starting to sell? Okay, exactly. That's that's, yeah. that's what I'm referring to actually. That too as well. Yeah, yeah. They were selling full sets at one point after they were sold yep. out, and then they were selling individuals after they were sold out. And I'm just like, you know, what do we do? Well, to be honest, I mean, to be accurate with our and description of that they were not sold because they were given away at the first two events that's true. PW, when i did my when i did my interview with well, no 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 uh, i mean name? i mean brian i mean on the high spots like there was a there was a point where i went back to oh yeah buy. they sold out from yeah. there yeah, mm-hmm. yeah 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 so it's like uh well you have extra uh, singles laying around someplace like that you just print out, I, I don't know i mean since we're talking about this i'm sitting on right now there is this card it came out for those that are listening. Uh, this is from the uh, PCW Ultra. It's uh, Hammerstone. Alex Hammerstone. Yep. Okay. So cool card. Like mm-hmm. it. Pretty nice. Uh, allegedly, only 200 were printed. I say allegedly because I'm sitting here right now on 199 of them. Hmm. I have 199 of those singles right here. Those were given by a uh, shout out to Hobby Farmer. Uh, these are his cars, they're not mine, just so you know. Um, I got Hammerstone coming in doing a signing here at uh, uh, 
uh, local place uh, next weekend. And we're going to have a bunch of these signed. Oh, I want to also shout out Hobby Farmer Patreon member for the Wrestling With Cards Patreon. So thank you for that. Awesome. Um, and so we're going to be doing getting these signed. And he's the one who brought to the attention to like, well, if I have 199 of them, and now all of a sudden they're for sale again on their website, how many actual cards are there now? Now the numbers got changed to 400 because went back and they reprinted. So he thought he had something exclusive almost by buying you know, almost all of them. And uh, they went ahead and printed out more. And people are paying big money for these. Like it's, you know, yeah. they're-, they're and, big, and again, in the grand scheme- Still. 200 yeah. was still a little. 400 is more, but still little compared to everything else. I mean, right. as, as market starts to expand more and the indie scene starts to become more of a thing, you, when Panini gets into this stuff like that and starts pricing people out, they feel like they're getting priced out and can't do this because it's too expensive for them to go buy that, that WWE product. You're still going to have your indie card guys. Your chucksters of the world are still comfortable with themselves because I want to just get my base sets of what I'm going to get from my normal WWE product. But now I can just go out and just uh, and not have to worry about any other chase. I'm now just going to continue to focus on my independent stuff because I'm one and done. I go right. to my, my 25, 30 bucks. I got it. I'm and done. that's that's and how then, a lot of people and, like and, to collect too. It's and the bare minimum is something like you know what you know what you got that carrying cross one. Like it's one of four. I only have four chase cards to go after. It's really it's not. Right. right uh next sale november 11th the all-in set 315 dollars. this is nothing new we've kind of settled in that 300 to 350 for this set now i mean um, you don't see that card set going up in value anymore oh well, probably eventually but just like um i would say in the past six months it hasn't really moved from that range to, you know three to 350 uh we'll, we'll see does it go down once the upper deck stuff comes out does it go up even more when the panini stuff comes out and i say that's that. what i'm thinking though by yeah. the way i'm thinking that when the official aew says we've we had some knockoffs i mean i've i've, I've gotten something i picked up in a collection something and i put up on my uh, my ebay page recently does it get rid of some singles um uh we have these unofficial cards that have been put out it's like that and they're commending some decent money too yes um uh you know, i think my the jungle boy as you know at the time of recording this was like at you know five bucks for its something like that whatever for a single for an unofficial right. release, I mean, um, but uh, uh, I think the upper deck stuff when it comes out, I think it's going to have an effect on these independent ones. Uh, part of me wants to think that maybe they're going to become like stagnant because all the focus is going to be on upper deck. The other part of me thinks that, well, maybe they might go up in value because next, well, this is not really as true first rookie card. I want to go after this one over here from the PWG or go after this one over here from the all in or upper deck said on the recent card foundation they are not putting rookie card logos on there so that maybe okay. that does you know cause people to go backwards and buy the all-in set i don't know i think it's a big big mistake yeah i think um well they discussed it i don't want to give away their content so if you guys want to hear that show again go check out the card foundation great guys last sale uh just like i said pulling top five november 24th mjf psa 9 350 dollars thoughts Another grossly undervalued card, I think. That seems to be the, the going theme for all wrestling cards for the most part. But for these specific cards, because there's such a clamor for them and such conversation about them, um, I just see these cards continue to go up. 
And I think you're going to see a lot of other independent people putting out their stuff like this, you know, PCW, you know, ultra things like that. That's, you know, not in the same conversation as these kind of cards, but there's that speculation and potential for these independent cards. Like who's going to have the next big guy that's going to become like something popular over an AEW or WWE. And people are, these cards that you've just run down have set the tone and the level now of what people's independent card sets can turn into. And uh, I'm excited to see about it. I mean, I don't collect them. I have no skin in the game whatsoever for this stuff. I have zero interest in anything in there. Unless that someone released a Kurt Angle card in their set, I want to go after and get it. But uh, I I see what they are. I mean, from an investment standpoint, should I be going out and spending, you know, 25, 30 bucks per set just, you know, because it could be a hot thing. Mm, I could probably spend my 25, 30 bucks somewhere else. That's going to be more interesting to me. Sure. So, What's your prediction now that we've ran through all this stuff? What do you think is going to be the first card or the first set to hit $1,000? It's a toss up between, I mean, I don't know, man, this AAW one, now it's a high one. All in has always been like kind of the bread and butter thing for a long time. It was PWG. PWG was kind of like that. That was the set that everybody had to have. Right. Um, It's tough to, say man it really is it's tough to say i think it's really going to depend now that i know that there's no rookie card logos on this upper deck stuff i think it might drive some of the people going after some of this and if we start getting more of these graded let's also wait to see when we start getting more of these graded sure individual cards i think it'll be an individual card that will hit the four digit mark before a set does and once that individual card hits i think then the actual set will go up there as well sure I think, I mean, it's just me. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a experienced in the market as you are. So that kind of stuff. I just, uh, I know from a sales standpoint for myself over the years, but it could be anybody. It could be an MJF, could be a Britt Baker, could be a Darby Allen. And I mean, you know, see all, all these guys are over in AEW, the ones that are commanding the big money. Yep. There's nobody that's over in WWE that's commanding this kind of big money right now. Uh, yeah, not, not from any standpoint. For, you could say Tommy and, you know, cause he was there, but he's, he's an AEW now and that's where his values really kind of shot up. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying now. Yeah. Um, well, I have another rant lined up. That's like, sure, I think I'm three it. weeks in a row of rants. Um, it's all right. Okay. So if I have to pick one, it's going to be either. The show is therapeutic. The, it is actually the all in set as a set, as a complete set. It's going to, I got three way tie. I got that. Britt Baker or the MJF. Mm-hmm. So no matter what we're looking at, I think um, I know a lot of people go after that Darby Allen and the AAW. And again, PWG set the bar for independent cards in mm-hmm. my opinion, but I just don't think people are looking at those like they are these all in cards. So that being said, people are going to have to start spending some money. I keep talking about this over and over and over again. Like I have no skin in the game. You know, I have some all insets, but, you know, they're just kind of chilling in the box over there. Like I'll sell them when I sell them um, to hit a thousand dollars. We see wrestling fans spend exorbitant amount of money on stuff, tickets, shirts, getting to, you know, taking a flight, getting a replica belts. Yeah. You could buy all of these together for less than a replica belt. Like, mm-hmm. so that's that's my argument against this is um we're gonna hit that eventually a thousand dollars we're gonna we're gonna surpass it you know within a year two years three years but we could get there tomorrow i think think we're we're gonna see it in 2022 yeah but i think we could get there tomorrow 
if the same wrestling fans that are so dedicated to AEW, you know, they're out there. We've both seen them. Like people just worship this promotion. Mm-hmm. Like if they would put their money into the cards, you know, we'd be there tomorrow. Yeah. They'll go out and buy the, they'll go out and buy the chase figures. They'll, you know, I'm sure you saw today, um, upper deck put out the official, uh, autographs that you can go buy from them that are like way overpriced. I guarantee you there's going to be AEW fans that go out and pay that, but yet they won't, they won't spend that same amount on a PSA 10 Britt Baker. You know, it's I mean, it's unbelievable to me, the price point they put on that kind of stuff. I mean, you can pick out eight by tens all day for 25, 30 bucks from those guys. Yep. So incredible. I think it's going to be some of the all in sets. Um, and, and then, you know, we wanted to get into the discussion of grading and a lot of the people I see that are like, Hey, I finally got this all in set. I've been working on, selling stuff to get to it i finally got it i love it most of these people that i've seen talk about how much they love these sets they're not interested in grading them so then that puts in a whole different thing like who's who's actually going to be grading them is this is this a situation where the pop you know having a pop three actually matters as opposed to those people who are like oh i've got a pop three hogan 1990 classic it's worth a million dollars you know this could be one of those things where the pop if you know in these really does affect it because I personally don't see a lot of people breaking up their sets that I've, that I've seen talking about it that true. are huge fans. Cause these are set, these are, these are set collectors for that yeah. kind of stuff that there, I think there's more set collectors in the independent stuff than anywhere else. Let me put it this way. If ECW was doing this kind of thing back in the day, oh, I yeah. think you'd have the same thing because people love the promotion. It wasn't yeah. about the talent. It was just the, like, I want everybody in it because I like each person in that set for a different reason. And yeah. for a lot of people, you know, they just like to have all of that as opposed to going and trying to get the value or gold refractors or one of one stuff like that. So, yep. so it's a interesting dynamic, but I think you're right. I think sometime next year, we're probably going to hit that mark. I'd be very close. I'd yep. be very, very close. I mean, we're, we're almost, we're almost halfway there with the, uh, well, the Jim Lynam one was pretty much halfway there. And then, the Britt Baker 375 that's not too far behind so yeah well, it was an interesting exercise um you know we don't talk a lot about indie cards but with the recent explosion I felt like we probably needed to give our two cents about the market and just our opinions because that's what we do speaking of that yep. Tony I love everybody... the market I mean I, I I love it I love the whole independent stuff like that I'm glad that I'm caught up for the most part for the website now uh for information so you know hey if uh anybody looking to get these cards graded want to do you want to break up your set and uh, start getting some stuff graded, you know, feel free to reference the, the website, man. If you need, that helps you in any way, shape or form to get your card graded. Yep. WTC, the uh, best wrestling source site there is that's been shouted out on multiple podcasts. Now, I don't know if you've known, you know that, but uh, a lot, lot of other sports card podcasts and they've had wrestling guests. They mentioned WTC. So really, yep. I talked about that. Heard a couple, heard it a couple of times. Um but again, PSA references it. Let's. I think eventually they're going to get this. This whole there's there's too much indie cards going into them for them to say yeah. we don't want your money. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. True. Very true. So let everybody know where they can find you. WrestlingTradingCards.com. The same place That's for all... 20 years. That's right. Be, Wait, uh, next year's 20 our, years, right? This is our 19th year right now. So as of last week, uh, it was it was 19 years. Well, a little over a week ago. So December 2nd would be the actual anniversary date. What do we have planned for next year? Technically, it would be the 20th, right? 
20th anniversary next December. Got anything planned? I know we've talked about, you know, ups and downs of content creation and projects and this and that. Wait and see. Ooh. <laughs> Cliffhanger. See. Dun, right. dun, dun. Well, until next episode where, no, he probably still isn't going to reveal it next episode. No, but until no. next episode, you can find my stuff at Zan Morning on social platforms, Wrestling With Cards on YouTube, Wrestling With Cards, the podcast. Of course, if you enjoyed today's episode, let us know what you think on social media. Tag us in it. Uh, share this with a friend. You know, if you think this sucks, if you have a different opinion, again, I love the conversation. That's what this community is all about. That's why we started doing the content the engagement. Let us know what you think. Let's talk some indie cards on Twitter, on the wrestling card, Dis- wrestling card discord. I couldn't count earlier. Now I can't talk. I'm, I'm telling you this NPR application it's time, that I put I, in. It's, it's, time to, it's time to end the show. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Please subscribe, tell a friend, and leave us a review. Until next time, see you.